One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, football fan, and welcome to the home of football. Every month, colleagues from 433 travel all over the world to create football content. They travel from derbies in Turkey to stars in the Premier League to upcoming talents in the Bundesliga. A lot of interesting things happen on the road. So once a month, I sit down with one or two colleagues to talk about their adventures in the world of football. Mete Chan Kambur is the main host of the company. You've probably seen him many times on the Instagram account. In this episode, we talk about his journey with 433, from his childhood in Istanbul to his life in Amsterdam and his trips to football games and players all over the world. My name is Sam Verraalte and this is Inside 433 with Mette Can Kamber. Let's go. So Mette, you're in the office actually. Mm-hmm. It's not often that we see you here because you're traveling all the time. You're back from an extended period of time where you were traveling all the time. Where have you been over the last couple of months? The last couple of months? Okay, I have to tell you, like I've been to Greece in February and then after that I had like two weeks I didn't go anywhere I think but then beginning of March it's been crazy like I I, I calculated maybe miscalculated but in the last three months I was 25 days home yeah. the rest was like uh, yeah it's crazy and uh, my neighbors are gonna kill me because <laughs> they are taking the trash out for me for the last uh, two three months and they're like yeah literally like two days ago they said like Metejan, you have to do it yourself <laughs> you can't keep doing this for you and then I'm like, okay, when you guys are on holiday, I will do it for you. <laughs> and uh, and uh, where have I been? Uh, it's been crazy. Like, I will probably forget places, but Istanbul uh, twice, um, uh, Barcelona, Monaco, Dubai, uh, Emirates, Qatar, France, pa- Paris, <coughs> a couple of times France, a couple of times Spain for the games. Yeah. Which places in Spain? In Mallorca, Madrid. Uh, <laughs> Villarreal, Valencia. It's been, uh, yeah, bro. Like, if you're gonna, uh, yeah, count the cities, it's gonna go. But I think I'm gonna forget a lot. It's crazy. So it was, yeah, it's crazy. It is uh, like, uh, of course, I like my job. It's like, uh, for someone who likes football, it's amazing. But it has, 
it's tiring in the sense of that also like I have to do stuff in Amsterdam. I live in Amsterdam and yeah. uh, commitments, of course. But yeah, uh, for the last two, three months, I just passed. My life was on pause, literally. Yeah. And now uh, one more push and then after that I will stay in Amsterdam. I don't even know if I'm going to go on a holiday. I, was, <laughs> like, I want to stay home a bit. Just relax for a little bit. Exactly. This is your home now, but... You weren't born here. You were born in, in Turkey. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about your background there, where you were born and what your life was like before you moved to Amsterdam? Okay. Uh, I was born and raised in Istanbul. I was born on the European side, but our house was on the Asian side uh, of Istanbul. And uh, my parents, I'm... If I can come, if I can choose my parents, I would choose my parents. You know, that's... that's I'm lucky with that. And I always had a good life comfortable like there's no oh this guy was uh, so I don't know poor or something and <laughs> yeah, then yeah. He, no story like that I was always comfortable in my life and M middle class family or middle class I yeah. would say yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, brothers I, and sisters no nothing they had twins before me but uh, w during birth they died so after me they were I think kind of scared yeah and um, I had a good education thanks to my parents as well like uh I studied in English since I was five, so that helps my English a lot. My college was also in Istanbul. I grew up in Istanbul. It's such a great city. I've been there once. Is, yeah. I loved it. Man. Yeah, it is a really nice city. But I think to visit now, living because it's too, too crowded, like 20 million people in one city. Traffic is crazy. You, have you talked about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. So I think it's now a city to visit. Uh, it's too crowded. I hope they can find a solution for that. And uh, yeah, my your, college. Your parents are still in Istanbul. Yeah, everybody I know is in Istanbul. Yeah. Uh, and what kind uh, of kid were you then growing up? Were uh, you a very busy naughty. kid? Very naughty yeah, kid. Yeah, very active. Like <laughs> every week, uh, the the teachers would call my parents to the school to talk about my behaviors. I was just yeah. <laughs> and that was But like what really, kind of naughty things would you do? Then? I would just yeah. I can't tell everything, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I would just not stand still always interrupt the classes always I would want to be the I think yeah always yeah not center of attention but more like uh, be involved in everything yeah. so uh, I remember like singing concert like making a concert like experience <laughs> to to the school like we would sing we will rock you I wouldn't know any words besides we will rock, rock from, you from and the whole Queen. class would go I remember teacher like what are you guys doing and the, the whole class is like doom, doom, and I'm like in the middle we you know like so I was a kid like that so I was really active and cool. I was a pain in the ass I think for yeah. the teachers yeah. Yeah. yeah also for my parents I was yeah I, I remember yeah. yeah that's interesting so so you were a pain in the ass you were a very busy kid but were you doing okay in school with your grades or nah my <laughs> Only good grades were uh, English and uh, uh, physical education. Besides uh, that, nothing was great. That's uh, what I wanted to uh, ask. Did you play football as well? Yeah, yeah, I was. I was. I was a professional football player for a month. Oh, really? Yeah. Then I got injured, and that was the end of my career. But I don't know. Even if I was injured, if something uh, good would happen, but at least I had a professional contract. Which so. club? It's Dikilita. Uh, you wouldn't know. Like it's like Dikilitash, and that's amateur. And Beylar, we I signed it, and then I got injured, and then that was like third league in uh, Turkey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah, you were. And what age were you then? Uh, 18. 
18. Yeah. So uh, was it was it your dream at that point to become yeah, professional? Yeah, of course. I, I worked hard for it, uh, especially from 14 to 18. I was really, really, like, really concentrated on it. Like, my friends would go out at night late. I would stay home. Hmm. Those kind of stuff. Like, I put a lot of effort in it, but in the end, it didn't work. But it's okay. Now I'm still happy. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was my dream. Like, I think most of the boys in the world. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you were a very uh, loud child, but then you have had a focus, right? You, you wanted to become a professional football player. What kind of injury did you have? A hip injury. Hip I injury. still have troubles with it sometimes. I had mm. a surgery. But the problem was the first few months they couldn't diagnose it. Mm. And that was the reason why I had to stop because like, I was constantly in pain. Oh. And after, I think, six, seven months later, they diagnosed it and it was hip impingement like... It's some bone structure problem which develops if you're uh, too active, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, but it's not about how I was like, as a kid, no, but, like no. just playing football all the time, like going to yeah. gym, etc. So uh, muscle imbalance. Now it's more. Now they know more about it. This was like uh, 2008, yeah. you know, so a long time ago, yeah. and they didn't know much about this injury. Even like uh, Tobias Linderoth, it's a Swedish uh, midfielder. Yeah, played for Gala. Same year he had he had the same injury and he had to stop playing football. Really? So back then, and Tyson Gay, the sprinter, he also had the same injury. I think I'm not hmm. sure with him. So it was a back in the day. It was a still I think it was hip is really like the center of everything. Yeah. So yeah, that was a big problem for me. All right. So yeah. your dream fell apart, so to speak. Yeah. You you couldn't become a professional football player. Yeah. Uh, and you said you also went to college. Was yeah. it right around that time? So yeah. what, what was the process then? Yeah, I was going to college. I studied business administration and marketing. Mm -hmm. And it was like with football, it was going together. And Did you know at that point, you know, okay, like you couldn't become a professional football player, but you still wanted to do something in the world of football? Or? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like business yeah. administration was just to have a diploma, have a college diploma yeah. for me, like nothing yeah. more. And yeah, I was going to go there. In 2012, I graduated. And back then there was this sports channel back in Turkey, NTV Sport, and they were the biggest in Turkey. And just applied for an internship via Twitter. And on Twitter I saw their link and I applied for it. And then they uh, invited me for a talk. And then I started there, it was for a month. But after a month they wanted me to stay and I wanted to stay as well. So I uh, worked there. And for two years, I think, I don't remember anymore. And then I went to another uh, newspaper, sports newspaper uh, from there. And I worked there for a year or something. And What did then, you do at the newspaper? Did you write uh, articles? Sports journalist and writing articles, yeah. And, on, on which clubs? Or, uh, or in general? General, actually. And I was the the, the main uh, journalist who would go to games, and but it was more like a, not like four three. It was like a classic journalism, classic you know? newspaper, right? exactly. Yeah, and like like, there's no new. fun uh, or it's just like being serious. Also, in two sports, was like I mean, the office was fun, but yeah. the, the the work you do is like Sky Sports, you know, it's traditional, more yeah. traditional, yeah, journalism. Yeah, and um, and then this was I think thirteen, fourteen, or something. Then I stopped working. I was like. Uh, I wanted to go abroad. Like I felt like I have dreams, and in Turkey, global dreams are possible, but it's really hard. You know, Why? Yeah. yeah, because of the language, because of the vision of the people, and like 
uh, that's what I discuss with people from Turkey now as well. Like a page like Fourth Three can easily also be done in Turkey, but nobody even thinks about it. You know, it's they're more focused local. So that I saw, and then I wanted to go abroad. So I started working on how I can do it. Uh, That's interesting. That, so, what age were you then? So then you were twenty, twenty, yeah, twenty-three, twenty-four. I, yeah. I thought I was. I decided that I'm not going to live in Turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that. that's a uh, a big decision. It right? was a big decision. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and my parents didn't like it. Of course, <laughs> I'm the only kid. I yeah. love my country. Like that, people. I don't want people to. Uh, misunderstand no, me. you it's always just... say you hate Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no, I love Turkey. Yeah, like, yeah. I, every time, yeah, of course, it's where I'm you're, you're very raised. proud of your country. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, so I, when I was 23, 24, I decided that I'm not gonna. Yeah, you had big dreams. You exactly. wanted to do something international. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to do something international. That's the thing. Yeah, and I thought that in Turkey that's not that possible. There are people who did it like Salt Bay, whatever, like you yeah. can get like even big, big examples. Yeah. And and uh, Burak, the yeah. Jezene Burak. The and chefs, yeah. The chefs, like But they in, did it. In sports journalism. You know. Yeah, it's hard, you yeah. know. And because like also there's a mentality in Turkey that the clubs, Galatasaray, Fenerbahce, Besiktas are so big, you know, like, uh, yeah, so... That's why I said I, I thought okay I should go uh, abroad and try something there, but what, I what was the process then? So you decided I want to go abroad, yeah. and then you know there are a lot of options. Yeah. You know Sky Sports in England, for example. Yeah, yeah. You have this company. Yeah. How did you? I had a Dutch girlfriend back then. <laughs> That's that was the uh, and I liked the thing is my father really likes Johan Cruyff. Yeah. And uh, that's why I always... And the first country that I've ever been outside Turkey when I was 14 was Holland. Ah. So I had some... Uh, connection. Connection with Holland, you know? And yeah, I had a Dutch girlfriend back then for four years. Uh, how did you meet her? Uh, sh they came to our school with a European Union project ah. when I was 16. Like an exchange? Uh, no, it was like a week project. Like yeah. They came to our school and to <laughs> to see, like it's like a cultural yeah. uh, thing, to, to see the different cultures. And back then, Turkey was a really a candidate to go in the European Union. So there was a lot of things going on. Mm. And yeah, that's how we met, but nothing happened. And then when like a few years later, she came for a holiday to Turkey, then we met again and then, yeah, uh, yeah right. but yeah. So you had various connections, girlfriend, you visited before, yeah. your father loved Johan Cruyff. Exactly. Like everything was like pointing Holland. <laughs> and, uh, and also like everybody speaks English here. So that's also a really positive thing for me. Yeah. And yeah, so that's why I chose Holland and I was lucky as well because I'm Turkish. Like it's so hard. People within European Union don't know this, uh, but if you're uh, from a country that is not in the European Union, it's so hard to come to Europe mm. to live and work. As a tourist, it's okay. Like still hard to get a visa. Like they ask everything from your bank accounts, the things you own, the things your father owns, because they want to make sure that if you come here, you're not going to stay here. You know, or illegally, of yeah. course. And um, To come and live here is like they it's like really so hard. Mm. So I was lucky with some. So we had some connections and uh, that helped us uh, and to get a work permit, work work and residence permit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's really really hard um, mm. uh, to outside Europe to come come to Europe. It took it took a year for me to be able to do it actually. Oh wow, year year and a half actually. After the uh, application, I had to wait six months and then. 
back in the day with my girlfriend we couldn't see each other for so it was a, like for six months six months uh. nothing because i couldn't go and she also couldn't come because she had to work etc etc so that was tough. uh yeah that pe- period of my life two three years was really tough actually mentally because i wanted something else yeah and i didn't know if it's gonna happen and yeah. i was actually kind of wasting those two threes if it didn't happen and luckily it happened. So I came here. I came here. I started as a postman first. Really? Yeah, exactly. Wow. I was like to get to know the uh, the neighborhood as well where I live. And also to get to make money right away. Yeah. I started as a postman. In uh, Amsterdam? Mailman, in Amsterdam, yeah. Wow. Amsterdam North. And then I worked for... Uh, I love this it. was like three, three, two, three months. I did this for like part-time job. And then I started with Netflix. And then... At that point, Four Three was looking for a Turkish editor uh, to to that we had an app back then, a different app. Uh, so there were English news translated should be translated to Turkish news, and I applied for that. That was a part time job, and I was working at Netflix. And all, all my breaks, I would I was working for Four Three. <laughs> and uh, what like were you doing at Netflix? A customer service. It was also nothing special. It was just to get settled down in Amsterdam. Sure. You know, like. And but I, I always knew I, I want to do something like every day like that. That was a struggle, like mentally hard. I gained a lot of weight in that time because like I'm an emotional eater. Actually, back then <laughs> was more. If I'm sad, I eat. Basically, so do you have pictures from that time? Uh, I think so. I can send you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure because maybe I burned them all, <laughs> deleted them all. But uh, I, I will look for it. And I was fat. <laughs> not fat, not fat, but chubby. Like yeah. you wouldn't call me fat if you see me, but like compared to how I am now, it's yeah. so different. Oh, and funny. every day I was like in 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 Holland. Uh, we have this. What was it for a job to look indeed? Was it indeed? Yeah, indeed sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, every day I would a go website on website for to check for jobs. Check yeah. for jobs. I would just go on indeed.nl and then indeed.nl and then I would just write football <laughs> and then click on it and check everything that was there, yeah. like literally because I, I knew that I want to if I want to be happy I, I had to do something with football Yeah. and yeah 4.3 was there and I was doing it with Netflix part time but then uh, January 2018 they called me they said okay we're closing all the pages besides English because it's just not working I was like okay and a few uh, months later, they had a opening online marketer. So I applied for it, and then uh, they wait Netflix or no no yeah. uh, forty three ah. yeah and and I'm like okay like this is an opportunity for me to be in the company as a like with a contract and uh, it's good that they knew me of course I think it gave me an advantage so I had a couple of talks it's so funny like Rohir the founder of forty three. Uh, it was in Alkmaar, the office. So this was like, it's so, the, the, the procedure was so funny. Like, uh, they called me, okay, we're going to hire somebody. And then they, I got a mail, okay, we're not going to hire anybody. And then again, I got a call, okay, we, we want to have a talk with you. Like, can you come to Alkmaar? And uh, I remember that day, uh, the, the, the public transportation was on strike. So uh-huh. it was... Uh, Hard, it was really hard for me to get there and okay I got there somehow how did you get there uh, train was working bus buses were not working <laughs> and then I took an Uber yeah. and uh, it was expensive <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but so, the company was still in Alkmaar so it was yeah. relatively early days of the company yeah, still. Yeah, yeah yeah I mean I think so yeah I yeah. mean uh, yeah 4.3 was 
established in 2012, 13, yeah, I think, yeah, Twitter. Yeah. And this was 2018, so yeah. uh, still early days, yeah. I would say. And uh, uh, so I went there, uh, Jules Manders, the owner of 4.3, and uh, the founder of 4.3, Rokhir Delsner, yeah. was there. And they said, okay, we're not going to hire anybody. But we just want to have a talk with the candidates so we know who's, who are we going to hire when we really want someone. And I was like, okay. And we had a talk. And then Rohir asked me, like, where, where are you going? I'm going to Amsterdam. I said, okay, wait, I will uh, get you there. Okay, thank you. And he went. He didn't come for 10, 15 days, uh, days <laughs> uh, minutes. And then I was waiting. Then he was like, okay, let's go. And then we went into his car. And then he said, I have good news for you. We're going to give you a contract. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> are you going to hire me or not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I was like, of course, like, I'm like, okay, good. And yeah. So you got a contract as an uh, as a marketeer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 that's cool. Then, yeah. And uh so you were very happy, I imagine. Yeah, I was. I because I wanted to do something with football, yeah. and that I can do now was a good thing for me. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I, I I had a month of notice at Netflix, so I did that and came to four three. Then we had an office in Amsterdam. Where was it? West, I think, like far west, close to or oast. I don't know, yeah. somewhere far away, <laughs> and. Um, so I was going there and uh, yeah, I was a marketer, but also in the talk, we had a talk with Rohir, like he asked me if I had a, because he saw my CV probably, uh, I mean, of course, he said, like, do you have experience on camera? And I said, yes, but it's sports journalism, like more classic. Okay. He was like, maybe we can use you when we need you. I was like, oh yeah, sure. Uh, and I know I am, like, since I was a kid, I told you, like, even at school, in the primary, I, I would like to entertain people. You know, that's yeah. what I like. And uh, yeah, you were doing "We Will Rock You." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You were a born performer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it was like uh, like so funny. Like one of my teachers wrote me when she saw me on Instagram. Like she was like, "I knew that you were gonna do something like." <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> and um, so they asked you he asked you can you also do something on camera yeah. what was the first time you did something on camera for uh, for the company the thing is uh, there was World Cup and we had two hosts back then Aviv and David yes. and they were there and Porto FC Porto needed they were doing a kit launch and they uh, asked if we could come 
And then uh, people were like, Rohi was talking, who's going to go? We had Christian back then, uh, sales uh, manager. They were, and I said, okay, I can go. And Rohi was like, are you ready? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's, let's get it. And then, so I went there. I think I did a good job. But then Rohir came up with a lot of feedbacks that uh, how shit I was and uh, not shit. But you went to Porto for a, a presentation of the kit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what was it like? What did you have to do? I was just be there with the presentation and just do some challenges with the fans. That was that was how, what it was about. But the thing at four three is like. Back then, especially, you just like nobody guides you, you know, like you do something and then you get feedback or you learn on the way. Yeah. And uh, so that was it. And Rohir, but I was lucky in a sense of like, I like Porto a lot. Uh, I like football and clubs like Porto Benfica as well. I like a lot. Uh, and I know a lot about their history. And they brought us to FC Porto Museum. Museum. FC Porto, the FC, I'm, Dutch, I'm going Dutch. <laughs> FC Porto Museum, and then uh, I knew everything in that museum, like mm. a- anything. Like they were showing this, I'm like, oh, that's Falcao scored in the Europa League final, blah, blah. And uh, I think they liked me. And then, luckily, Galatasaray, I support Galatasaray, and they knew that as well after our conversation there. Galatasaray got Porto drawn against Porto in the Champions League group stage. So they called me like, come. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll talk to 43. And then I spoke to Rohir. And then I, I bought my ticket. Like I was like, this is my chance. So I bought my own ticket. I went there and I did a takeover and then everybody liked it. And from there it started uh, going well and well every time. Of course, ups and downs. Still, there are, there, there are some times that ups and downs are happening. Of course, but after that, I got confidence as well. So it just went better and better. And yeah, and it's been four years now, almost, uh, since I first hosted. And uh, yeah, I think it's going well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now you're flying all over the world. Yeah. Oh, interesting story. I was so scared to fly. Really? Yeah, I was like, when I was, till I was 20, till I had that Dutch girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, we first had a long distance relationship. Then I started flying frequently to Amsterdam back and forth. Then it went a little better, but when I was 21, 22, five, six days before the flight, I would puke because of stress. Wow. Yeah. And now it's just everyday flight. How did you get over this? Yeah, like that, like with my, uh, in love, when you're in love, you know, <laughs> nothing matters. <laughs> you have so, to. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, seriously, like there was like, I remember thunderstorm that day oh. and I'm like, I'm going to go. I, I miss her, you know, like, so, yeah. and uh, yeah, literally just because I was in love, it helped <laughs> me. And I remember like Galatasaray played Barcelona in 2002 in the, in the um, Champions League second group. Back then there were two groups. In the second group stage, it was a big, big game. Galatasaray was really good back then. And my father got me tickets to go to the game, to come now. And I said no, because I was so scared of flying. Wow. I was 12 years old. I remember like yesterday. Wow. And yeah, imagine from there. And yeah. now I'm just like, everywhere. my father is like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go with me now. You're everyday flying. So yeah, that's interesting as well, I think. Yeah, that is interesting. Mm. So, like you said, you've been hosting for four years now, yeah. of course, uh, uh, various hosts. You mentioned David and Aviv, they yeah. left, so you've yeah. got more and more chances to host, like yeah. you're the main host of the company now. Yeah. Um, it's been four years. Uh, 
What what some of the best memories you've had on the road uh-huh. for for four three three? Um, what's something? What's a game you visited that you thought, man, this is yeah. insane that I get to be here right now? I mean, that's recent. The Real Madrid Manchester City, like that yeah. was, yeah. I had a lot of crazy games. I had uh, Real Madrid Ajax, Juventus Ajax, <laughs> and yeah, Real Madrid City, Juventus Napoli, three nil, Juventus three three Napoli, then four three again Juventus. But I, uh, Dortmund, Bayern, yeah, amazing games, like yeah. uh, crazy games actually, and a lot of memories. Like I'm really grateful for all of it. Like, uh, but the beginning was always it's more sentimental, you know, like the beginning. So when I like in the first year I was with Frankie De Jong, I met and like he's such a like the the most normal football player <laughs> I met, you know, like unbelievable. And yeah, I met Ronaldo, which was amazing. And but the thing is, like, how you develop as a person, I think, like, it's like it's a cliche, but it's not the end destination; it's the journey. But that's really what I saw. Like, the person I am four years ago is so different than the person I am now. So I grew up during the journey, I think, and that's that's the most special thing for me, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. In what aspects did you grow? Uh. The way I see people, the way I communicate with people has changed a lot. And, In what way? Uh, I would say more confident. And uh, also, when you do things good and when you get a, get good food feedback from your colleagues, whatever, friends, it makes you feel also good, you know? Like those kind of things. I'm like, okay, I, I feel like I am doing accomplishing things you know so that's what made me during the journey still still like I always say I'm hungry for more so I really want to experience as much as I can and yeah those experiences are making me a better person I think yeah so let's let's take an example of yeah. what one of these trips is like you know we see uh, when you do a takeover we see the stories the mm-hmm. Instagram stories from you for example Real Madrid Manchester City game you're visiting we see you roam around the city for a while then during the game and stuff but from your perspective okay your you, the journey starts here in Amsterdam yeah. then you go on the flight with whom are you traveling uh, it changes like we have partnership managers Luai Anton uh Fischal, uh, Mutaz, sometimes when it's in the yeah, Middle East. And yeah, also cameramans, we have a lot of like, I, I, if I name them, I might forget somebody. So yeah. I would say they're all really talented and videographers. Very like, talented. Yeah, things, exactly. Yeah. I mean, all the videos you see, I always say like, they do everything, I'm just present. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's really like that. They do everything behind the scenes. People just see my face, but they have, they do 99% of the work and I do the last 1%. <laughs> and uh, so we travel, but usually like traveling is really hard because like it's usually we have really early flights and that affects like literally two days before because you have to pack and plan uh, this and that. And so uh, short notice, very exactly early short notice. Usually, lately it's getting better, but usually short notice and very early flight. Uh, and then you have yeah. to check your leg space, yeah, at leg space, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Leg something space. you always do. No, that's what I'm discussing with people. I, I can we get an emergency <laughs> seat, like <laughs> because when you travel that often, you need it actually. How tall are you? I'm 83, I'm not that tall, but my legs, the thing is, like with my body, my legs are 
taller than yeah, my yeah. I'm I'm I have I think the legs of a 190 person like yeah, yeah, yeah. so and I have a hip problem it's still there a bit so but yeah no problem when it's, when it's like our flight it doesn't matter but when it's three four hours flight then it matters and uh, yeah we get up really early uh, go to it's also like you have to that's a really that's the thing that I don't like about traveling like you have to like your passport this that if you forget something you're fucked and every time you are worried about that you know like it's overwhelming you're traveling to Madrid for the Manchester City game okay you arrive in Madrid. What what did you do then? What what's the process? Okay. Uh, what we first go to hotel. Like that's what I want to do. Like after a flight, I need an hour to chill. And sometimes it's not possible. Fifty uh, percent of the time, it's not possible because like you go there for a day or two, so you start right away doing things. And Madrid, especially, it was different because you were in Villarreal the day before. So, but I'm just talking about if you fly from Amsterdam, and. Uh, so I take a shower, rest a bit. If I can nap, I would nap for half an hour. That really helps. And then uh, with the partnership manager, uh, we go create content. Like, okay, what you want to see in a new city, what they eat, where the fans are. And like, we're trying to show the, if you were there as a fan, how would your day be? So that's our goal. And that's what we're trying to do in every uh, takeover. Yeah, That's fun. So yeah. you go to a restaurant, you have yeah. some food, some local delicacies, yeah. a beer maybe. Yeah, maybe. Wine <laughs> or beer. Yeah. Wine or beer, yeah. yeah. You meet some of the fans and then it's time to go to the stadium. Yeah. What's the process there? Uh, the stadium is uh, my favorite part actually because like every time, even if I'm so overwhelmed, when I'm in the stadium, I forget everything. That's just something else. Especially if it's a Champions League game, it's, it's just pure joy, you know? And uh, yeah, Real Madrid Manchester City was like when I entered the stadium, like the, 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 I mean, I like I I don't support any European like besides Galatasaray. I don't support anybody. But Real Madrid, I've been to like most of the stadiums. But when you go in there, you feel something else. It's crazy. Like honestly, like they were like singing the Hala Madrid song Inadamas that one. And I'm like, I had goosebumps. Like, this is like, like, I, I told Anton, I was there with Anton, like, if I look at the football that the t- two teams are playing, City should easily win the game. But when I see this, <laughs> it's it's Real Madrid, it's, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, literally, I said that before, like, it's crazy. So you're experiencing those things in every stadium, you experience a different thing. Like, Camp now is also really special. And uh, yeah, Allianz Arena. There's like that's the thing. Like my uh, my dream, uh, what I liked when I was a kid to just be able to watch games all over the world, and that's what I'm doing now. So I'm really happy to be able to go to and experience those stadiums. And there uh, we just start also show fans, show the atmosphere as much as we can. We can't film the pitch, never, because sometimes we're getting questions. That's why I want to say, like, why? Because it's not allowed for us. You have to, I mean, there are copyrights, so yeah. that's yeah. why we can't. And uh, we're trying to show the atmosphere as much as we can. And I'm just, that's what I like. During the, in the stadium, I don't want to be on camera that much because I want people to see what's going on in the stadium. So that's what I like. And sometimes you're also having discu- discussions with the partnership manager. Like they're like, oh, you, you should talk here. And I'm like, I think they saw my face enough already in the city. So let them enjoy the game, you know? 
And uh, yeah, just in half time and full time, I'm trying to. And if there's something crazy going on, like Real Madrid City, the second goal, that did you see that video? Like you I, did I it. It's like I was just filming, like what's going on, but I was really in shock. Like it was like two minutes ago. I was like, okay, City Liverpool final, not yeah. bad. <laughs> and then what's well, and someone just jumped on me like almost <laughs> killing choking me like seriously i mean it's still on our highlights people can <laughs> just go and look at it like so uh That's i was cool. also showing the 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 uh, the shock in the stadium basically yeah. and so that's what what i what we try to do mostly like really if you were there yeah. how would you what Experience. would you see yeah. yeah that's what we're trying to do yeah all right that's that's cool man and what happens after a game after the game usually we're trying to find food we never can uh, <laughs> <laughs> seriously because like if it's a late game especially uh after that we st- okay let's say champs league game nine finishes at 11 then you have after things blah blah we get out of the stadium close to 12 and then we're trying to and because like when you're out of the stadium it's so crowded and that you can't find a transportation as well yeah and so we walk a bit and then find an uber and usually we are yeah we have to go to the hotel because there's nothing else and uh, that's really hard because you're really hungry and i'm a guy who likes to eat healthy and it's even uh uh harder for me to get something and yeah usually we go back to the hotel and sleep if especially if we're traveling the next morning or yeah, next day. Yeah. yeah, an early leave probably the next morning. Usually, right? usually flight, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. the trip. So it's you're you're busy nonstop. It's yeah. it's fun, but you're very busy all the time, right? Yeah, it's like I will. Uh, I might send you this video if you like. But uh, Luai, one of the partnership managers, like caught me sleeping in the lobby in Monaco. And the thing is, the whole lobby is looking at me and making fun of me. And, and like, I'm I'm kind of saying something, but I'm not saying something oh. when I'm sleeping, like kind of talking. But then Luai is making fun and saying like, what are you trying to say, bro? Like, the, <laughs> like there's that video. So it's it's actually really uh, overwhelming to always yeah. fly. The flight is the problem. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, it's hard to fly always. It's like really hard on your body, yeah. actually. And that's the only part that I don't like, I can say. The only part, yeah. 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 What, what you, you, like you said, you know, to wrap things up, you know, you, you still want to achieve more, like you want to yeah. grow. What's something you have in mind? You know, what's a goal you have for yourself? What's something you haven't done yet? It yeah. can even be a game you haven't visit, visited yet or yeah. something you haven't made yet that you want to do. What's yeah. something that, that you want to do Create still? content with uh, Messi. <laughs> that, that would be great. And because I met Ronaldo already, that's why I'm. Uh, but again, like to have more minutes with Ronaldo would be amazing. And I, I still want to go to the games because like it's a privilege. And I also would like to have more times with players. It was really hard during Corona. Now it's getting easier because I think I like I want to tell you this story. Like Frankfurt uh, played the uh, Europa League final with Rangers, and after that, like. Uh, I was at the party of Frankfurt because I, why am I uh, the things we did we, 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 then we had a great connection with some players at Frankfurt and then they invited me uh, again I want to thank them here and then with the so Europa you were, League you we were partying were, with the players yeah 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 with the, with the Europa League uh, tro- trophy even wow. and then like it was such a like that. those things are really like uh, like Europa League trophy is the trophy that I really like 
and uh, yeah. yeah so like partying with the cop and uh, it's fun itself. like those kind of things are really fun legendary and yeah so uh, I think I have a good click with them and uh, they feel also comfortable because they also like 4-3 a lot uh, all the players I think so whenever I'm with a player we, it, it's always fun so that's that's what I would like to do even more uh, now that the corona is finished so yeah. we'll see All right, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, you came a long way, man. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long ride, and I am happy with it. And let's see how uh, it's gonna be in the next few years. So I'm excited to see because it's constantly changing the stuff we do at 43. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, me too, man. It was good yeah. to, to get to know your story a little bit, man. Very interesting. Good, yeah, good stuff for me as well. Thank you for having me. It was <laughs> good for me to talk about. Uh, my story at 4-3 as well, yeah. And even even before. So Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, Meta, thanks again. And for everyone who's listening, subscribe to the podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. We've got a bunch of cool stories lined up for you. Uh, my name is Son Verhalte. My name is Meta Jan Kambos. And on to the next story in the home of football. Hi guys, Frankie here. I just filmed the podcast with 433. I'm Mario Götze. My name is Clarence Seedorf. Hi, I'm Sunil Chetri. I just finished my podcast with 433. Hello, 433 fans. This is Gibraltar. Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Adi Barak Infema, a.k.a. Mr. Beast Mode. I just finished the podcast with 433. Hi, 433 fans. It's Don Robbie in the building, right? And we are here for a great podcast. I want you to check it out. Hi, 433. I am Fabrizio Romano. Check out my story on the podcast. It was a great pleasure. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 